0: News.
1: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines The Law Society says it's putting the global legal community and Hong, young Hong Kongers right on the SAR. Transport officials give details of the bus routes using the new chungkwano Kwano Lam Tin Tunnel. And the Jockey Club announces it's easing some social distancing rules from next Sunday. Leaders of the Law Society say they've been dispelling misunderstandings at the global legal community and young Hong Kong people have about the SAR. President Chan Ming says it's not the body's role to tell a good Hong Kong story, but that it aims to share the city's actual situation objectively. He said wrong ideas he's tried to dispel include the notions that all local judges are appointed by Beijing and that Hong Kong no longer has judicial independence, fair trials and free speech.
2: I really can't see under the current environment, we are not allowed to criticize the government. We criticize the government all the time. If the government is not doing their job, of course we can uh, say it loudly. The hope is we want the government to improve, right? If they are doing something wrong, of course I want to criticize them in order for them to improve, from administrative, from other measures. So that's exactly what I told the students, that uh, no, I disagree with you, that Hong Kong has no freedom of speech anymore.
1: In light of recent controversy over whether foreign barristers should be allowed to take part in national security cases, Mr Chan was asked whether he thought they should be permitted to. He said legally speaking, he couldn't see why not.
2: If he's a foreign lawyer, he's a registered foreign lawyer, he cannot practice Hong Kong law. So he cannot take part in any national security law. Anyway, he's not a Hong Kong lawyer. He cannot advise on Hong Kong law. If he is a Hong Kong qualified solicitors." I don't see any problem for a qualified lawyer to take up a case in Hong Kong. I purely look it from a legal angle.
1: Mr. Chan added that it's of paramount importance that Hong Kong maintains its common law system and referred refer to President Xi Jinping's mention of it in July as one of Hong Kong's unique advantages. Officials say there will be five bus routes going through the new Chengkwano-Lam Tin Tunnel when it begins operating next month. The new tunnel and the adjacent cross-bay link will be launched on December the 11th. The government says it expects the new infrastructure to help cut travel times between Chengkwano and Kowloon East by about 20 minutes. And an assistant commissioner for transport, Hansen Yoon, says public buses will only run through the tunnel at peak hours on weekdays for now, and formal bus routes will start using the new link from a later date.
2: There are two stages of introducing bus routes via Cheunggwano Lampting Tunnel. In the first stage, starting from the 12th of December, five routes will be going via Cheunggwano Lampting Tunnel. And for the other four bus routes, we'll look at the traffic situation to decide the exact timing to introduce the four routes going via Cheunggwano Lampting Tunnel at the second stage. Of course, subject to the uh, traffic situation, and uh, locals' views, we may consider introducing more bus routes via Chiang Kuan Tin Tunnel.
1: The Labour group has expressed deep disappointment and strong opposition towards the government's policy address suggestion of importing foreign care workers to Hong Kong. The sector faces a manpower shortage, but the Federation of Trade Unions, the FTU, believes the real reason for the shrinking labour force is low wages and poor benefits. Vicky Kong reports.
2: Chan Tang Yun, director of the FTU's Vocational Training and Employment Acceleration Committee, said the median wage of care workers in 2021 was 30% lower than that of general employees in Hong Kong. Given the long hours, taxing duties and low pay that workers experience, Chan believes the solution to resolving the manpower shortage lies in improving remuneration and working conditions for local care workers. The FTU proposes that the government increases frontline care workers' monthly salaries to at least 20,000 Hong Kong dollars if it wants people to stay in the sector.
1: The Jockey Club says from Sunday visitors no longer have to scan their vaccination records, QR codes, and people carrying amber codes can enter and eat at outdoor areas in the racecourse. This follows the government announcement it was relaxing some COVID curbs from Thursday. The Jockey Club says also says entertainment will resume next Wednesday with the, resumption, with the resumption of the beer garden and live performances. And a quick look at the weather for tonight and tomorrow. It'll be mainly cloudy, one or two light rain patches tomorrow with temperatures ranging between 22 and 25 degrees. Moderate to fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore tomorrow. And the outlook, it'll be mainly cloudy on Thursday, one or two light rain patches at first, sunny periods in the following few days. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Asia Rugby has said an intern made what it described as an innocent mistake playing a song associated with violent protests in Hong Kong in 2019 instead of the national anthem at the Asian Rugby 7 Series in South Korea over the weekend. The organisation's head said he believes the person who made the mistake didn't have ulterior motives. Aaron Tam reports.
3: The song was played as the Hong Kong Sevens team prepared to play hosts South Korea in Sunday's final of the second leg of the Asian Rugby Sevens series in Incheon. Asia Rugby's interim CEO Benjamin Van Ruyen told an online press conference that the Hong Kong Rugby Union had provided the correct audio file to Asia Rugby when the Hong Kong rugby team played in Bangkok last month. He added the Korea Rugby Union should also have on file the national anthem since Hong Kong had played in the country in July.
1: Now, what happened here is that Korea Rugby downloaded a version from the Internet and had it in a folder, a zip folder, and that was the wrong one. So, unfortunately, what I do understand from Korea Rugby is that in the zip folder, there was a, a, a song, the the song that was played, the, the wrong one, was in the folder and it was never deleted. He
3: added it was an intern who played it by mistake.
1: This was somebody who was provided with a song and somebody pressed play. So that person has no understanding of the politics of the world. I don't think there was any, any ulterior motives in any of this thing. Russia is coming in for some criticism at the G20 summit in Bali with the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and others condemning the war while Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov looked on. Earlier, Anna-Marie Evans asked Paul Rogers, Professor of Peace Studies at Bradford University in the UK, if the G20 meeting could influence Russia on the issue of Ukraine.
3: I don't think so, no, but, I mean, behind this is this major issue that the grain deal that has been quite successful and uh, ensure the best part of 10 million tons of grain exports, that actually comes up for renewable in a few days' time. And I think this is why there is actually a linkage between what's happening in Ukraine and uh, basically world food supplies. The net effect of that I think is that there might be an area here where it is actually in Russia's interest as well for this to continue. All the general talk about the whole situation in Ukraine, it may put some pressure on Lavrov and through him by Putin, but not a great deal. I think more significant is the fact that Biden and uh, President Xi had a pretty good meeting by all accounts. And there is this general mood at the G20 meeting to have some sort of statement about an era of war, the danger of an era of war. So it's not much a question of looking at Ukraine specifically, but the message is pretty clear. And also, of course, Biden and Xi did agree on this business of avoiding nuclear war at all costs. So there will be some pressure, certainly not on Putin and maybe not on Lavrov, but some of the people around the Kremlin on this. And that is quite a good thing. And also I think there's a very good chance that the grain deal will be extended and may even be made indefinite, although I think that's rather unlikely. So it's very mixed bag and it's very difficult to predict what will come out of it. But at least this linkage is being maintained and I think that is good.
1: The United Nations has projected that the world's population will hit 8 billion today. It's been 11 years since the Earth passed its last billion milestone, but the UN estimates we won't reach the next one until the late 2030s. Half of the future growth is expected to come from just eight countries, half of them in Africa. India is expected to take over from China next year as the world's most populous country. John Wilmoth is the director of the UN Population Division
0: it continues to grow because of a process called the demographic transition which is a shift towards longer lives and smaller families which has been happening all over the world we've reduced the death rate and increased life expectancy people live longer today than they did in the past
1: sport and the sport and there are no longer any undefeated teams in the NFL. After opening the season with eight wins, the Philadelphia Eagles were upset at home by the Washington Commanders. The Eagles committed four turnovers and a 32-21 loss. Quarterback Jalen Hurts wasn't happy with his team's performance.
0: Just the overall lack of, of detail and execution and today it got us. You know, I think there have been games in the past where um, you'd hear us say maybe leaving money on the table opportunities that we didn't take advantage of and I look at this game and I say a, we were repeat offenders of that.
1: And it'll be Australia versus New Zealand in the final of the Women's Rugby League World Cup. New Zealand advanced by beating hosts England by 20 points to six. Australia thrashed Papua New Guinea 82-0. Emma Tonagato who scored three tries for Australia says it's special to be ret- returning to the final.
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, It'll be interesting to see who the final 17 are. Um, We have such an amazing squad of 24 here. So, um, yeah, I think there'll be a nervous few days yet to see who makes that final 17. But um, we have such a great squad over here that I'm confident whoever Brad picks to be in that final 17 will get the job done.
1: The final is next Saturday, Saturday at Old Trafford. The new Wolverhampton Wanderers manager, Julian Lopetegui, has spoken to the media for the first time since taking the job. The former Real Madrid and Spain head coach signed a 3-year deal at Molyneux. Wolves are currently bottom of the Premier League 4 points from safety Lopetegui says the World Cup break is something they should exploit I think that for us is a good this break because we can we can time to to work with 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 the players to translate them uh, our ideas uh, um, after after the war, but it's a very strange uh, season because it's the first t- uh, time of the history when you have this kind of situation. So we we have to be very very alert uh, to be aware that if we can take advantage about uh, di- uh, different situations, we we have to do do it. Wolves forward Raúl Jimenez has been included in Mexico's World Cup squad despite not playing for his club since the end of August. The 31-year-old has been sidelined with a groin injury. Captain Gareth Bale says the Wales national team are planning to highlight some of the controversial issues that have marred the build-up to the Qatar World Cup. Wales start the first World Cup campaign in 64 years when they take on the United States on Monday. Qatar has been criticised for its stance on same-sex relationships, its human rights record and its treatment of migrant workers. I think us as Fobblers the most we can do is make awareness and it's for people higher up to, to make those decisions and hopefully make the, the change for the better. But um, yeah, we support everything in terms of the armband. We'll be supporting everything and um, doing as much as we can to, to hopefully get change in the right way. The former head of football's world governing body, Sepp Blatter, has said that Qatar's human rights record was not discussed during the World Cup bidding process.
0: It was not discussed. The only thing which was uh, discussed then, in the, uh, we cannot play in summer.
1: Ronnie O'Sullivan is through to the second round of the UK Championship in York, part of Snooker's Triple Crown events. The seven-time winner defeated the Welsh player Matthew Stevens six frames to two to reach the last 16. Despite the victory, O'Sullivan says he's still struggling to find his rhythm.
3: Yeah, I feel flat. I'll be honest with you. I don't yeah. really want to play snooker at the moment. You know, I don't, I don't play much snooker. Just listen to my body, listen to my mind. Just go out there. Just feel like a practice. One one thing I'm doing is applying myself mentally. Uh, whether I play good or bad, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I'll always apply myself well while I'm out there. But, yeah, I don't really feel buzzed up, to be
1: honest with you. But that's just normal, I suppose. In tennis, Novak Djokovic has made a winning start to the season-ending ATP Tour Finals in Turin. The 21-time Grand Slam champion, seeded seventh in the tournament, defeated the second seed Stefanos Tsitsipas 6-4, 7-6 in his opening group match. Djokovic will place Andrew Rublev tomorrow. Meanwhile, reports out of Australia say the Serb is set to be granted a visa so he can play in the Australian Open in January. They say the Australian Immigration Minister has overturned a potential three-year ban because Djok- Djokovic isn't vaccinated against COVID-19. And the Tourism Board says visitor arrivals last, night, last month were up 22% from September to around 80,000. It says overseas visitors rose 20% month-on-month to more than 30,000. The Tourism Board says visitors came to Hong Kong mainly for essential trips, including overnight stopovers, family visits and business. In total, Hong Kong recorded more than 300,000 visitors in the first 10 months of this year. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. The Law Society says it's putting the global legal community and young Hong Kongers right on the SAR. Transport officials give details of the bus routes that will new, use the new changkwano Tin Tunnel and the Jockey Club announces it, it, it's easing some social distancing restrictions from next Sunday. The news from RTHK. RTHK, radio free
2: Heavenly shades of night are falling it's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains Mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time
0: And thank you very much for joining in our twilight time Mondays to Fridays, 11.15 through to midnight Where we play your music from a good old era. If you'd like something, just send me an email, Radio Pete at Gmail. As usual, some easy music to kick back and relax to, beginning with a song from Billie Holiday.
2: Together at last
0: at twilight time Don't know why There's no sun up in the sky Stormy weather Since my man and I Ain't together Keeps raining All the time Life is bare Gloom and misery everywhere Stormy weather just can't get my poor self together I'm weary all the time the time so weary all the time when he went away Walked in and met me. If he stays away, old rocking chair will get me. All I do is pray. The Lord above will let me walk in the sun once more. Can't go. Stormy weather. Since my man and I ain't together, keeps raining all the time, keeps raining all the time. and met me if he stays away old rocking chair will get me all i do is pray the lord above will let me Tell me, weather since my man and I ain't together, keeps raining all the time.